0: The Vikings get their first win of the season. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett here on the Laga Vista Football Show right here on S2S Sports Network, part of L4 Media. As the Vikings go to 1-2 and two with a thumping of gettings, 31-12. to 12, uh, In a game that saw a couple, you know, close Calls go against Laga Vista that could have really broken up, up, up open this game. I'll spit it out here. It's early. Uh, but I, I think you saw the most complete game uh, so far for the Vikings uh, in the season. Uh, that that Little River Academy one was close as well. But I felt the defense in this one played a lot better. And, and that passing game, man, we, we, you know, we talked a couple times and Coach Phillips has talked a couple times about you know the the personnel this year. It made sense to go to that option based offense, and you're seeing what the passing game can can grow from teams having to respect the option side. Dominic Garcia had a really good game throwing the ball, uh, and again, I just think offensively and defensively the most complete game. Twelve points basically happened in back to back drives with an onside kick thrown in, and then again, one of the questionable calls that might have completely changed that. I liked how the Vikings responded after Giddings got the two touchdowns. Uh, And and I I think this was, again, the best game of the year so far. They hope to continue that this week as they're going to take on a LaGrange team that's 0-3. But, man, they've played a a, a pretty darn good schedule, especially with uh, Belleville and Columbus. Uh, Both of those teams are respectively in their top tens. Columbus is number 2 in 3A. Belleville is like number 5 or 6 in 4A. Uh, so the, the Lagrange team, I think, is a lot like this Giddings team. I think if you go back and look at how they've been beaten, they've been kind of leaned on. They got beat by Lavernia last week, and Lavernia is a really big team up front. And, and Lagrange has quickness, and Lagrange has size or speed. They don't have size, at least not consistently across the boards. You know, they have a couple big dudes. They have a linebacker. Uh, I think his name's Oliver Gunn. He's pretty big. He's six foot three, but even then, he's only like two hundred and twelve. Uh, Nate Scott's a real big wide receiver for them. He's 6'3", 170. This is a new program. Uh, coach Kyle Cooper has taken over for Lagrange. He came over from Ponder. Of course, we have a Ponder coaches show with their new head coach. Uh, and, and this guy loves to throw the ball. They're gonna once Lagrange figures out uh, where uh, you know where they're at in this scheme in this offense. Once the players figured out, they're gonna have. I, I think this is a, a great coaching hire i think his style will fit very well with a lagrange team that again is usually pretty quick has some good speed their relay teams go to state they sometimes lack size and that's where they struggle and and so you want to beat them with the speed uh, and that's what he's going to do and as always we'll be talking to the head coach of the vikings coach Creighton Phillips, about the win, about the matchup, about a couple interesting questions that, that I mean, they're interesting to me. I hope you enjoy them as well. Uh, but talking to him about, like, what do you do when you teach a kid to do something, he does everything right, but then he gets a a, a call against him. I and mean, it's a bad call. I don't mean it like like it was the correct call. It was, it was a bad call. I saw it on film. I I, I do a Laga Vista show. I, I hope Laga Vista has success because that means the show goes longer in the season, and I, I tend to root for the coaches. But I also – don't just say it's a bad call coach it went against Lagavista. It was a bad call. Uh, and that happens. Uh, but I, what was interesting to me was is how do you talk to the player after that? Like how do you, you know, how do you clean that up with him mentally? Like, hey, yeah, you did it right. You just got a bad call. And then also talking about what it's like to coach against your friends. He, coached, he, he is friends with Coach Kyle Cooper. And so that just kind of led to a natural uh, discussion about that. Had a great discussion off the air about it. I would love to one day bring that on the air because it was an interesting one. But anyway, that's what we're going to do this week. In case you have not heard, the Viking Sports Network is now powered by Huddle TV. Now, if if this is your first time you're going to watch on there, there's some important changes you need to be aware of. First, you need to go create an an account at www.fan.huddle.com. Just simply search for Lago Vista Vikings. Uh, now, there is a fee, 8 bucks for a single broadcast, $15 for a monthly sub, 74, $75 for a yearly. Now, I will say this. If you're going to watch four or five of the games online, get the $15 monthly if you're only watching football. If you're watching a lot of the sports, if you're going to watch the volleyball, if you're going to watch baseball, softball, basketball, and football, I would just go ahead and tell you pay the 75 and be done with it. Um, but anyway... That's where it's at this year, uh, the Viking Sports Network, powered by Huddle TV. If you have any questions, you can email eHolt at LagavistaISD.net. Of course, that's Eric Holt who broadcasts the games. Great guy. He will be on on at some point uh, in the season for this show uh because we had him last year and i really enjoy talking laga vista football with him all right we're gonna take a break and when we come back it is the head coach of the vikings coach creighton phillips right here on the laga vista football show on s2s sports network part of l4 media here at l4 media we talk high school football 4a 3a and 2a in texas we talk east texas sports we talk nfl guy talk movie and booze we also talk wrestling and so much more and you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. Terry Bennett back here on the Laga Vista Football Show. Now joined by the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Phillips. And Coach, congratulations. First win of the year. You beat Giddings 31-12. to uh, Give me your overview, uh, overall thoughts on the game.
1: Well, I think the main thing was uh, you just we improved, right? And... The results of the game, you know, kind of you say that the results, they are, they're are—they're going to be what they're going to be. You know, you try to be a better team each week. Um, we got the win this week because we were a better team, I felt like, than we were the week before. We executed at a higher level. Uh, the kids really, you know, got up to play for a good home game and had a good crowd. Uh, I was really proud of them.
0: Well, and you you bring up a good point about where you're at and and where you started. And we talked all all offseason and in the first shows we did about the youth of this team. But you can see that maturation happening from the Yo game down to the Giddings games. You can see the growth.
1: Yes. Um, You know, that's the thing coaches talk about with young kids. You know, if you've got a a group of seniors that have been here and uh, you're struggling, but they've already had – you know, three years to prepare themselves for this moment, you know, you're probably going to st- struggle the whole year. Um, if you've got inexperienced, you know, sophomores and juniors out there, they have a tendency to get better. And so it's kind of what we're hanging our hat on that we're going to continue to improve each week. And, and uh, we, we're seeing that out of these inexperienced kids. You're, they're growing up right in front of our eyes. They're executing at a higher level and they're they're moving on, on track the way we want them to be.
0: Yeah, you talk about execution. The offense had a good night scoring 31 points. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on your offense? I thought
1: we had some more explosive plays this week. You know, things that were, you know, maybe one block away in the mm-hmm. previous two games. We got that block. Uh, we made that play. Uh, misdirection stuff was good for us. Uh, we threw the ball better this week. We had some big plays in the passing game. Uh, had a couple of. Had a couple of touchdowns called back in the passing game that really would have padded (laughs) Dominic's stats, but, um, you know, we were proud of the the execution level, um, and, and making, you know, the first downs happen when we needed keeping drives alive. Uh, one of my proudest things I told the kids at the end of the game was we finished the game on a 13 play drive. We put together a 13 play drive and scored and that's how we finished the game. And so to, to, you know, to chew the clock, that four-minute offense kind of concept, uh, get your first downs, control, you know, control the ball, control the game. Um, that was probably, and as many exciting plays as there were, that drive really was something that I felt like, that's that's you guys growing up right there. That's That's what I'm really looking for, so proud of that.
0: Defensively, I mean, you give up 12 points and they basically happen with, with almost back to back drives. Uh, again, you improve from week one to where you're at now going into the LaGrange game. So, what were your thoughts on the defense?
1: Man, I thought uh, we flew around really good. We created some turnovers this week. Uh, we had tackles for a loss. Our, our kids are playing very aggressive and comfortable. Um, yeah, the two scores happened. You know, we had a disappointing you know, offensive series uh, that ended, you know, due to some penalty stuff. And then they they just popped one on us. And it was like, oh, you know, kind of, I think, surprised us a little bit. And then they onside kick us. And then, you know, a couple of plays later, they pop another one. And it was like uh, we just had to gather ourselves. But for the most part, I mean, really, 95% of the game, I felt the defense was really locked in. Um, and playing faster than the other team, and, and really hitting and finishing in blocks, or excuse me, finishing tackles. So, uh, I was proud of them.
0: Going back to the penalties now, th- this isn't to talk about the calls being right or wrong, but there was one call that was a bad call. And, and you had kind of brought up that the reason you know it was a bad call is because, and it was on the screen pass, they said offensive lineman down the field. And and, and this was a guy that y'all have worked on and, and worked on because he had had that issue in a, a prior plays. So he does it right. He gets a call that goes against him. W- what do you say to the player at that point? I mean, he did everything you asked him to, and he still gets a bad yeah. call against him.
1: Yeah. Keep plugging, bud. You know, uh, I I don't know. I was pretty upset at the the moment, you know, because of like what you said, the investment that we made to fix that issue because it was an issue, you know, and we worked on it this last week uh, with landmarks and just the amount of investment that we had in practice time to get that right. And it all came together perfectly, and, and we end up, you know, they, they missed the call on it. And so it's, it's part of the game. You know, I understand that you, you've got uh, human error. I don't, I don't call perfect plays every time in every situation. We don't execute it perfectly every play. Um, and sometimes the, the officials do the same. And so that's tough, and we just got to move on and, and move to the next play. Um, but, you know, I was proud of the kid doing it right you know we praised him in video on saturday morning it's like hey look this is exactly right this is what you want to do and this is how we have to continue to do it so um the, the positive there was we figured it out and so we'll we'll continue to use that
0: all right well you get your first win of the year you move on now and you will take on uh lagrange a team that's oh and three and i mean they've struggled offensively and defensively but kind of like Giddings, this is not a team that is void of athletes they have some guys on their team that can go
1: right they uh i think they had two or three of their relays at the state track meet yep. last year they're always a, a very talented squad they've had you know, Division One talent that we've played against the last couple of years. So they've always got something up their sleeve. Uh, they've got kids that can play. Um, Kyle Cooper, new head coach there. Uh, Kyle and I have been friends for a long time uh, from around the state. Um, so it'll be fun to to play against him this week. Um, the, they, uh, you know, they're kind of changing what they do, and that's gonna that takes time and growth, right? So I assume they're going to be better this week. They they were better in the third game than they were in the first game, and so they'll they'll continue to improve as they learn the new systems offensively and defensively. And we're expecting a, a great battle and not and uh, certainly not an easy win. I don't think a one and two team gets to walk in with the chest puffed up and um, say that we're just going to walk through anybody. So we're going to we're going to prepare you know, for a battle this week. And we're going to go in there and expect a dog fight.
0: Uh, and you bring up a good point with them learning a new system, both offensively and defensively. Y- you can almost not trust the first three games of film, because as you said, as they improve, they're going to do things different and do things correctly inside their system. And-, and so sometimes you can't trust the film. Can you?
1: Right. Well, they're going to, they're going to execute at a higher levels. What's going to happen. You know, they're, they're going to run, you know, the majority of what they've been doing. They'll, they'll have a new wrinkle or two. Uh, but when you're new in a the system there's your, your base package that really has to get put together mm-hmm. and so you got to figure out who you are and what you believe in and then you improve on it and so that's what they're doing this week is they're taking the data from the first three weeks what are we good at what are we not good at they're probably gonna you know cut the fluff that's not working and they're gonna focus on the things that are and then you know find a find a way to put their kids in a position to be successful and so we, we work like that every week as coaching staff and you know, you expect to see a better product the next week uh, when you go out there and play them. That you're not going to get the same thing. You're going to get a better team than you saw on video.
0: Now, you talk about your your friendship with Coach Cooper. Now, are are you the type that when you're playing against a, a coach that's a friend of yours during the week? Do you do you text him more? Do you text him less? How how, are, how do you approach coaching against your friends?
1: Uh, usually, radio silence until <laughs> after the game. <laughs> uh, you know uh we'll we'll talk in the off season before you know or after after that game is over that week and uh that kind of stuff but i don't i don't uh i don't do the gamesmanship thing or anything like that to, to mess with anybody that i'm friends with but um no we're just we're just focused on our own and uh try to get to friday
0: now now, when you play a friend, you you bring up a good point though, talking about you talk after the game. are y'all more willing to kind of deconstruct each other's team for for your friend? like hey, this is what we saw on our side, and this is where we thought we could you know do this and that after the game, is that something you do?
1: Right. I think it depends on the relationship if it's a yeah. if it's a close friend, if it's somebody that you know you would trust to to have a an honest conversation about, hey, what did you see? what were your keys? you know i've had I've had relationships with coaches like that in the past where we you know, I, we were we were attacking this, and they're like, yeah, I know that was a weak spot. Or, you know, Coach, every time, you know, your receiver did this, we knew that you were, you know. So, like, if there's some, some key points and some tips, uh, sometimes we'll help each other out in that sense. Otherwise, you know, you just want a good, clean game where your kids play hard and nobody gets hurt, and uh, you get bragging rights for a year.
0: Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort whether you're on the job or not. To review our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si espanol. As always, we want to thank the head coach of the Vikings, Coach Creighton Phillips, for joining us. I want to remind everybody, if you have any questions, thoughts, or comments for him, for the show, for me, for uh, about 3A football, 4A football, 2A football, you want to talk about the Cowboys. If you just want to email to say hi, S2, uh, terry at s2sport.com. Uh, And if it's it's a good question and I think it'll fit that week's show, I'll definitely uh, ask Coach Phillips on it. Or if it's for me and it's about the Vikings or about the district or seriously about 4A or whatever, I'll answer it either in the intro or the outro of the show. Again, if you want to watch football or all sports for the Vikings, I say all sports. It's volleyball, basketball, football, baseball, and softball. Huddle TV is where it's at. The Viking Sports Network, just search search for Laga Vista uh, in the search. Usually if you just hit Laga, it pretty much drops down to Vista. I think it does pop some of the California schools as well. But once you get to Vista, it'll show up if you need to finish it with Vikings. Uh, And then just sign up when you're ready to go. And if you have any questions, email eholt at lagavistaisd.net. All right, one and two i uh, hoping next week to go to 2-2, two and, two, and we'll, of course, talk about that next week right here on the Laga Vista football show on S2S Sports, part of L4 Media.